I, I just want to ask you a bit of a general question here, okay. but are you scared of robots? Are you scared of technology? Am I scared of robots? Am I scared of technology? Yo, you're asking the dude, and <laughs> we didn't even we didn't even produce this. You know, we didn't even write this down. You're asking the dude who just read Digital Minimalism on Audible, and uh, yeah, and I think you have to read books like that so you can you can make the most out of technology. Technology, I don't think it's supposed to. It wasn't created to fuck you up. Maybe that's what some of these designers did afterwards. You know, after this great tech was made, you know, they wanted to make sure that you were latched onto the algorithm and you became a consumer before a human being. But I'm telling you, that tech in your hand, that $1,000 computer can do a lot for you if you use it the right way. And I'm not scared at it. I'm scared with it. I'm sorry. I will say that I wish I had a better relationship still. I think I spend way too much time on my phone and it's something that... It's something that I'm trying to fix because I'm, I'm realizing, especially at the age of 27, right? Getting right up there in this thing called life. Uh, Rusty. I, I'm starting to realize that, again, there's nothing better than, than this, you know? Than what's than this. In front you of and you. me talking over a computer. Yeah, facts, yeah. better than it, man. There we go. No, I know. I know. I know. It, sounds, uh, it sounds as if I'm contradicting myself, but I'm just talking about understanding where I am right now. We just... We just out in Burnaby posted up studios. We out here on the West Coast, the best coast. You know, that's something that is such a, a fucking privilege. Let's be honest, yo. Living out here on this side, there are a lot of people going through a lot worse and been going through worse for centuries. Look at what you got me on, okay? Anyways, I appreciate the fucking moment. I'm leaning into that, especially being on the West Coast. Again, the best coast. Man, sometimes to get a push, man, I know it sounds harsh. It sounds fucking selfish, but you need to you know, have a grasp of reality, and that's one thing that is in my reality. I'm from fucking Canada, living out here, the most beautiful place in the world. What am I really complaining about? Let's get to work, you know? Real talk. Wow, Kyle. Wow, you really, uh, you really calmed me down, bro. I was, uh, <laughs> had to I was do getting it. a little paranoid. Maybe I shouldn't have smoked that bowl before, hey. uh, before the episode, but I was freaking out, and I, you really got me in a different place, and you know, That's maybe I, do, I was just all full of bullshit, man. This is the home of puck talk and bullshit, and I feel like I was just all full of bullshit there, man. Yeah, man. And, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, some hockey. Okay, some hockey. And I hope that there's a ton of bullshit on this episode because I really don't want to fucking talk about hockey. Okay, let's do this, Silky and Filthy. Welcome all you silky studs to another episode of Silky and Filthy. I'm Trevor Beggs and he's Kyle Bowen and this show is on the Nux Misconduct Podcast Network. Whatever you do, make sure you go subscribe to the network to get four shows, including this one, The Quickie, Power of the Towel, and of course, Sipping on a 40 with Kyle Bowen. And Kyle, it's nice to see your beautiful face here over Zoom. Yeah, You're yep. rocking the nice yellow sweater today. Yep. I got to say, man, you are, you are looking fresh, man. Where'd you get that sweater from? Uh, this was on sale at, what, Jack and Jones at Guilford long time ago. Bought it. I believe it's a double XL. But it's okay. It's, That's- got that, it's got that Nashville Predators mustard yellow to it. And, <laughs> and usually I don't like that color, man. But uh, hey, I don't know. Yo, You're rocking it today. Come on, man. It's the push-ups. Yo, look at this, man. Oh, shit. Dude. Okay, this thing looks a little different, actually, now that I'm looking at it. Okay, it's the push-ups. Woo! 
Do your fucking push-ups, okay? Health is wealth. Kyle Bound, Trevor Beggs, silky and filthy. I did have something on my mind prior to you just going on a spiel there. Oh, it was this. It was this. Okay, I was dancing in the beginning, you know, just feeling it out. Shout to Coulter, I got bounced, who helped me make that intro. And Biggie, uh, Notorious B.I.G. Get Coulter the shout out first, right? <gasps> Anyways, I'm dancing, you know, trying to catch the beat, and I can't do it anymore, dude. I, you know, I've been warning the people, right? I've been warning the city. Vancouver, I'm going to start calling you out if you ain't dancing as much, you know? I, well, actually, if you compare it to prior, like, you, you just don't dance enough i mean you're always on the street right granville right pender you're always just standing outside y'all love standing outside and not dancing i will say though my skills have definitely diminished over the year i've lost some rhythm and <laughs> that's unfortunate because that's one of my strongest traits it's, it's tough when you don't practice man and maybe you just need to throw in some more dance tunes and practice at home alone or or or, or, or just have a dance party in a little covid bubble man whatever that looks like man um, <laughs> but yeah, you know what, man? Like I remember going out. Uh, I've never been a great dancer, but like anything, like karaoke dancing, like I'm terrible. But I just do it anyways because I just have a fucking great time. No shame. But man, I remember going par- partying downtown Vancouver with my Brazilian friends, and there was one day where it was like six Brazilians and me, and, and they all know how to dance like crazy, man. Guys, girls, whoever. And then I'm going and busting moves. Yeah. But you know, I think being around that kind of was a good influence. Man. You know, taught me to like use the shoulders less, use the hips more. <laughs> That's something that like 90% of Canadians could probably use that advice too. They were taking so. shots. They were taking shots. <laughs> hey, Trevor, cool down on the shoulders, man. Just move your hips. Yo, the hips are what's, you know, keeping you secure with the dance floor. And I feel as if you, if you just connect your hips to, again, the floor, you can catch a rhythm. You know what I'm saying? It's, yo, music can do a lot of things. And do you remember this song? <laughs> Damn, a nightclub? And they dropping that? I mean, I don't even know how to dance to it, but I do want to see the spectacle. How do you dance to that? I would just, I would just flail, man. And again, <laughs> I would probably use my shoulders too much. <laughs> yeah, you're right, dog. You just vibe it. Hey, this shit's crazy, man. This shit's crazy. Welcome to Silky and Filthy, your home for puck talk and bullshit. Hey, that's a bullshit. <laughs> and yeah, Begsy, I'm glad we started on that note because <laughs> this hockey thing is not working out for me. I'm telling you. Okay, go check out the latest episode of Sippin' on a 40 where I gave you the top 10 nightclubs in Vancouver. We need material for the show, and I'm not talking about this damn losing anymore. And I look at the itinerary for the show, and we're really talking about this again, okay? Our fucking cousins, okay? Shout out to our, all our cousins. I love my cousins, right? One love to all my cousins. One love to your cousins, Trevor. One love to the listeners' cousins. We love our cousins, but, yo, being compared... To our cousins, sometimes it actually does suck because they they just doing some crazy shit or, you know, they, they fucking around. And here we are being compared to Buffalo, and it's been 51 years of that, and uh, that's not a good thing, okay? That really isn't. Yeah, I wonder if the Canucks and Sabres are just cursed for eternity because how is it that two of two teams that came into the league at the same year have been two of the worst teams in hockey history over the past 50 years. <laughs> yeah, hockey history, really. Holy shit. Think of the teams who have come into the league after the Canucks and won the cup. Like we're talking about the Anaheim Ducks. We're talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're talking about the Carolina Hurricanes. We're talking about 
Um, I'm, I'm, I was going to say San Jose Sharks. They haven't won either. But the St. Louis Blues. Oh, oh no. They were before us. Anyways, man. you know what I'm trying to say? It's been a long fucking time. There's been no winning in Vancouver or Buffalo. Hell, there's barely been any sniffs at it. And again, once once again this season, the Sabres and Canucks to the bottom teams in the standing. And uh, I saw a tweet from uh, Rob, the hockey guy, you know, my, my boss man over at Daily Hive. And he tweeted that over the past four or five seasons, the four worst teams in the league have been Ottawa, Buffalo, Detroit, and the Canucks. This season, the bottom four teams in terms of point percentage are Ottawa, Buffalo, Detroit, and the Canucks. So it's been a long, it's been 51 years of losing, but even over the past five, especially, been really rough for fans in the Canucks and Sabres. And maybe I'll ask you this. You know, Buffalo seems like a, an absolute mess right now, but but who do you think is getting out of this first? Do you think it's the Canucks or do you think it's the Sabres? Because the Sabres seem ready to reload, man. Like, there's Jack Eichel rumors. It's not as – it doesn't seem as dire here. But that being said, man, the Canucks – it just seems like we have a lot of work to do as well. I meant that, Trevor. I really meant that. And I know you went off, and I, I totally zoned out. I didn't listen to anything you just fucking said there because I said something prior to you that 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 hurt, man. That hurt. I meant it too. I meant it. The Vancouver Canucks, if you you know, you look at their 51 years of, you know, being alive, and that's a lot that's a large sample size, okay? 51 years, it means something. Are one of the worst organizations. In hockey history <laughs> I can barely say it I'm not even Like I'm laughing Because it's true And I'm almost crying Because it's true Dude, The voice is cracking man. Unbelievable Yo we losers Vancouver We losers You know this is not good For the brand For the podcast For the algorithm Right for the data You don't talk to your market Like that Hey market You're a loser You're a loser <laughs> We from fucking Canada Even Even Man, even at Nux Misconduct right now, I feel like we got we got some good content coming out on the site, but the, the numbers are down just because you know people just aren't as interested Bored. in the Canucks right now. Bored. It's a hard season too, right? I think you look at the the years, most of the years from 2016 to 2020 there, and at least you, like you knew we were bad. So there's hope to the draft. Your expectations are low. There were expectations this year to make the playoffs, even make some noise, hell, even win the fucking division, be the best team in Canada. And this is the shit they put on the ice. That's why I talked about it this morning again uh, for a, a call on Nux Misconduct. So many times I've been like, yeah, they should lose. They should tank, sell the assets, whatever. This season, I think that's a fucking loser mentality. Dude. And I can't, I can't get behind that. I can't get behind cheering this team to lose. Not in this division. Not this year. Trevor, I'm going to save you here, okay? Because you have a family. Because you have a family, Trevor. Do what's best for your soul. Do what's best for your heart. And just tell yourself now, okay? When you get your answers in this thing called life, that is when you can move on and move forward. And right now, I want you to move forward right now. This team is not going on a run. And this loser mentality that you're talking about, it is earned. It is earned by the city, okay? We're allowed to be losers. Why? Why, Vancouver? Because we're fucking losers. 51 years. This team has gone to what? To what? Three Western Conference Finals. 51 years. A team from Canada. Let that thing run in the back the whole time. I don't care, yo. This is bad. In 2021, again, the year after 2020. Sports don't matter, I, I know. But the year after 2020, you're going to do this to my city? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. In front of Canada and Trevor Begsy, we smart people. We are really smart people out here. We watch the game. If you're not going to make it, don't make it on game 58. 
game 58. It is March fucking 3rd. And I'm not watching hockey anymore because this is boring. You're talking about the numbers being down. I see it too. I see it too. And it makes sense because this city should not be watching this. They should not be watching this. Yeah, it's it's really hard to watch this team right now. And, you know, I, I do feel like, again, managing editor of Nux Conduct, I, I do feel a responsibility to watch them. And, you know, again, I've written about a lot of losing. I've been writing about the Canucks through different outlets since 2013. And I've seen them make the playoffs twice, right? We're talking 2015 and 2020. So that's seven years writing about the Canucks. I've seen them in the playoffs twice. <laughs> It's, it's pretty sad, man, but, uh, you know, I, I've learned to just try to look at it from an analyst standpoint more than a fan standpoint. The fan standpoint fucking sucks. <laughs> I know, man. I wish I could, uh, you know, turn that analyst thing on without having the other side up, but I'm just Kyle Bound, okay? K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. It's hard to uh, live that way, but life is long, and maybe later in this thing called life, I will be able to, you know, play play with those buttons and turn one on and turn turn another off, but right now, Especially with the podcast being honest, right? Because honest people, honest podcast. Straight up, straight up. <sighs> I like. I can't even watch. I don't even want to. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm. I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna give the people episodes. We're gonna talk about Vancouver in other ways. But right now, this is just something that it's. It's not. It's not built off of. You know, my actions are not built off having a sore loser mentality. It's just that this is the same thing with this organization. Now, let's talk about Buffalo, though, okay? Let's talk about Buffalo. Get off the damn Canucks. We're giving them way, way too much time on the Nux Misconduct Network using our voices to talk about that mediocrity. Now, let's talk about another a set of mediocrity. The Buffalo Sabres, and I really do feel bad for their fans because <sighs> this is just this is just insane what's going on there. And, you know, I tell, I tell people all the time, I do talk a lot of shit about some of the American markets because... You know, y'all holding the league back. Let's be honest. Let's be real. It's not the fans I'm talking to. I'm talking about the organizations, okay? Y'all really holding the league back. But Buffalo, and rightfully so, that tradition is there. And the only tradition that that is, like the only definition for that tradition is having a loyal fan base because they haven't done shit. They don't have anything to be proud of. All they have, all that organization has is a loyal fan base. You can say the same for the team over here. That's all they have. Accomplished. And that's how you're treating them. Yo, Buffalo, we feel for you too, okay? We feel for you too, man. Yeah, I saw something crazy today, and I almost didn't believe it was true for a second, but the last time the Buffalo Sabres were in the playoffs, the Atlanta Thrashers oh. were a hockey team. So what, 20 The Sabres have not made the playoffs. Yeah, 2010, yeah. 2011 was the last yeah. year they made it. Uh, and then Winnipeg Jets came to the league uh, later that summer. So the, uh, the, the Buffalo Sabres have not made the playoffs since the Atlanta Thrashers were in the NHL, which which still boggles my mind. But it, it's tough, man. Again, two loser teams, but like things have just absolutely fallen off the rails in Buffalo uh, to, to a much greater extent than what's happened in Vancouver this season. I mean, Jack Eichel has two goals. Jeff Skinner has one assist. He's getting paid nine fucking million dollars. He paid eight million for Taylor Hall. He has one goal in 20 games. Like... <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's bad, and then there was whatever the fuck Buffalo's doing right now. And I'm going to pump my own tires here for a second, because Kyle, pump I don't know if you remember. <laughs> up. Up. I don't know if you remember our silly prediction show from the beginning of the year. Um, but one of my prediction shows, or one of my predictions, I should say, was that Buffalo was going to win the first overall pick. And I didn't really think they are going to finish last, but they are on pace 
to possibly have the best odds at the number one pick. <laughs> so I'm sorry if I curse the Buffalo Sabres. I actually want one more case study about me cursing Buffalo. Go ahead. Go ahead. I remember we had sure. Anthony Shandron uh, from Shout Die Out. by the Blade, another SB Nation site, on an episode of Silky and Filthy probably two years ago. And we kind of theorized about the Buffalo Sabres and Vancouver Canucks meeting in the 2022 Stanley Cup final. And that seems, it was kind of ludicrous at the time. We had some fun with it. You know, Hughes, Dolan, mm-hmm. uh, Pedersen, Eichel, some some good pieces. But man, that, that prediction is, they won't even, <laughs> those teams are trending not even to be in the playoffs in 2022. Yeah, man, they might be uh, competing for a, the lottery. And I know that sounds like harsh to say that even, even though that date, that 2022 draft is, you know, fucking a year and change away, who's to say that it won't happen to these teams that are just, you know, being badly orchestrated? Real talk. Who's to say that they won't be there again and it's uh, it's something else? Now, Trevor, let's play a game, okay? And I, I call this game Name 20 Atlanta Thra- Thrashers, okay? <laughs> we got to name 20 Atlanta Thrashers, okay? And we have... Two minutes to do so. Okay, I'm going to start. Bobby Holik. Uh, Patrick Stefan. Ilya Kovalchuk. Uh, Tobias Enstrom. Danny Heatley. Mike Weaver. Uh, Kari Lettinen. Damn, I was going to say Kari Lettinen. Uh, Dustin Bufflin. Brent Sopel. Uh, 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 Victor Kozlov. Damn. Did Slava uh, Kozlov play there too? I think maybe it was Slava Kozlov. I think it was Slava. Did you did you get it, it wrong? Slava it was Slava, it yo. It was Slava. Okay, uh, let, let's keep it going. Uh, Garnet Exelby. Oh, I got another one. Um, fuck. What that that big defenseman that was from Europe who was always oh Boris Valabic. Um, Boris. Oh, the yeah, the draft pick. Yeah, Jesus yeah, crazy. yeah. Um, what else oh do we have God. here? Holy shit, Ray Ferraro. Um, Ray oh, good, yeah. oh, um, it didn't... um, uh, Rich Peverly. Oh, Rich Peverly. Blake Wheeler. Oh, Vander Kane. Kane. <laughs> I don't even know how many that is. 15, 14. Let's give the people six more. You know, fuck I'm it. Really this is blanking. this is this is your home for puck talk and bullshit. Okay, one of the best hockey podcasts that you never heard of. We're gonna give the people ten more. Okay, don't hey, don't Google it. This guy's googling it. <laughs> this guy's like, oh, I'm a managing editor. I gotta make sure I know my lot of yo. It's all good, no, man. I, We're only human. We're only I'm human. Just stumped. You're stumped, and we gotta oh, do oh, this. Oh, 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 Johnny Oduya. Johnny Oduya. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. How come we can't think of any other goaltenders? <laughs> I think Bob Essens have played there. I don't know. We can't take these chances, bro. Um, What else? What else? Oh, um, did they ever get Marion Hosa? No, no, no. Marion Hosa. Marion Hosa was there. No, he wasn't Marion there. Marion Hosa. Okay, okay. I don't know. I think we might have like 40 seconds left, man, or 30. I think we might, I think we might be pretty close to 20. I don't no, know. No, we're trying to get to I, 25. I around 12, 13. Oh my goodness, man! Who was playing with these guys? Oh, um, Mark Savard. Mark, Mark Savard. Savard. Yes. Oh, there's a, there's a guy who's really good in Europe, but kind of sucked over here. Um, oh, dude. Nigel Dawes. Nigel Dawes. Nigel Dawes. Oh man, he's still playing hockey. I think he's playing hockey out in Russia. Um, jeez, Louise, man. I, yo, holy. Oh, man. Rest, rest in peace, Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Right. Rest in peace. Um, yo, this is. I guess that's why they're not here. I feel like we're pretty damn close to 20, man. I feel like there was a dude named a- Appleby who played on that team. Has, oh, yeah. With, no, Garnet Exelby. No, oh, I said Exelby. I just I just make a shit up now. Appleby. Timothy Appleby. <laughs> uh, oh, man. We tried. We tried, yo. We tried, yo. Oh, Glenn, Glenn Metropolitan also played there. I think we got to yes. get 20. I think, yeah. Whoever uh, 
counted all those things, um, all those names, let us know, okay? Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N, and Trevor Bags, a.k.a. Big Daddy Bags. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at What the Fuck You Reading. Yes, I'm going to plug that shit, too. And, and Begsy, yes, Big Daddy Begsy is on OnlyFans. Find out why, again, at Big Daddy Begsy slash OnlyFans. You'll find out what's big over there. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, that was, that was, that was too easy, man. That was too easy, man. Yeah, it was. It was. I'm talking about my ego. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Your fucking ego. All right. You're home for puck talking bullshit, doing what we do best here. Hey, that's a bullshit. <laughs> what else, buddy? What else in the game of hockey? Well, yeah, I mean, one of the reasons I, I like doing this show is just to uh, look around the NHL. Sometimes it's good to get out of Vancouver and look around the league. For sure. And I was thinking of other disappointing teams. Maybe I'm just feeling down. I'm yeah, feeling yeah, sad. Let, let's fucking let's so go dig up some other graves. Other than us, okay? Who else sucks? Yeah. Who else is sitting in the bed? Digging those graves, yo. Let's do it. Okay, uh, I'm going to point to one of my predictions again. Pumping my tires in the prediction show. You live one I life. The Dallas Stars were going to miss the playoffs. And I know they're in a bit of a tough division, but right now they're they're trending that way, man. They're trending their way out of the playoffs. And I know it's been overrun. They won like one game in their last eight. They can't score at all, which was which was a problem last season. And uh, right now they're last in the division, but they've also played eight less games than Detroit Red Wings. So they played yeah, eight less games. Oh, because of COVID. Because of COVID. Yeah, because of COVID. And I'll I'll, I'll say one other reason why the Dallas Stars suck. And I don't know if you have asked out of the of the week lined up, but. Um, you can always hit that button if you have it going in. Okay, let's go. One, two, three. Fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. We're bringing the name up. You can do your research, too, okay? We're just podcasters. We didn't say we're fucking teachers, professors. We're just podcasters. All right? You're still a human exactly. being. You got to do the work, too, okay? Don't just blame the damn internet, okay? What am, what am I seeing here? Well, this is from Hamal Javari. Does Jamie Ben know his Instagram likes are public? This is some heinous, hateful, anti-trans garbage Candace Owens is spewing. And uh, I'm not going to watch the video, but she has a caption saying, What am I even trending about anymore? Biological men shouldn't be able to compete in women's sports. This isn't controversial. And then Jamie Ben likes it. Oh, and that's what. Yeah. So anti-trans, not homophobic. My yeah. bad. My bad. My bad. Yo, Begsy. We yeah, it doesn't, doesn't have enough for mine. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll edit that. I'll, I'll put this part in the beginning, because we uh, got the word is wrong. Because <laughs> somebody gonna clip that and you know cancel us. Damn, yo. Damn. Yeah. You well, know what? I'll be the, honest. Dallas Stars in general. Oh, sorry. I, I had no idea. You know, I had no idea. So I was just uh, totally oblivious to it, and I, I don't know. Like, fuck, man. Fuck. So it's I could go off right now, but I kinda wanna just process it and just what the hell happened? You know what that's cool, man. That's yeah, cool. yeah. Rightfully so. I'll tell you about the Dallas Stars in general, though, man. I mean, they they are missing some top players right now. Like Radulov's missed some time. He's only played he has eleven points in eight games, which has been good. Pavelski also has twenty points in seventeen games, so he's been way better than the last season. But Ben again, eight points in thirteen games hasn't been great. Heiskanen hasn't scored in seventeen games so far. And Tyler Second hasn't played at all this season. So yeah, Dallas has been behind the eight ball. Uh, but they haven't been great right now. And, and right now, they're, they are trending out of the playoffs. Uh, I'll give you one more team that's been a disappointment. And I'm thinking about it because of your fucking sweater. Hey. Your mustard yellow sweater. Oh, the Nashville the Predators. Predators. Again, the Nashville Predators, they kind of suck right now. A lot of their offensive players are, you know, Matt Duchesne and Ryan Johansson have these massive contracts. They're not doing shit. But I have faith that the Predators can figure it out. And you know why? David Poyle at the helm. David Poley. David Roly Polioli. 
He's in charge. He's been in charge of that team for a long time. He's done a pretty decent job. I know the team's never won, but he's done a pretty decent job of building. He makes smart moves. And the Canucks, again, got Jim fucking Benning. So how great do I feel about them figuring out, even though they've got the star power? Uh, not as great as I feel about Nashville's odds, even though Nashville lacks uh, yeah. some top end talent. You know, you know what? David Poyle is heading down that path, you know? He's heading down that path of being one of the more overrated long-term executives of all time, Okay. Would you rather have David Poyle than Benny at I said that. I finished that sentence off, and then I said, holy shit, this guy came in with an expansion team pretty much, right? Straight-up expansion team, right? In the late 90s, dead puck era, right? Then he's supposed to build this thing up and build it to what it is, which, again, you know, he he, he did that part of it, right? Nashville has a culture. They have a hockey culture, and David Poyle is a, a big credit to that. But, you know, now it's time to Win. 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 You've been there for a long time. You got to win, and uh, he hasn't been able to do that. So on that that side of things, I know yeah, he's been to one he, cup he, final. I know he's been to one cup final. And they've done a lot of cool things like win divisions and won a couple playoff rounds. He's been there for a long time, and again, he's heading down that territory. He might be one of the more overrated, <laughs> overrated yeah. GMs in the league. Here's the thing I don't necessarily like about that statement because again, there's going to be 32 teams in the league, and there's been 20 plus since the National Predators entered the league. Mm-hmm. You can make a lot of the right moves and still not win the Stanley Cup. Like it is fucking hard to win. And it did take Nashville a long time to build that talent. They've never really had true top-end forward talent necessarily. Uh, they've had some great, great defensemen come through there. Uh, it's just fucking tough to win. I don't know if it's necessarily David po- uh, Poyle's fault that the National Predators haven't won the Stanley Cup. So I think he's done, you know, a lot, of, made a lot of the right moves. They just, ha- they just haven't got there. And obviously right now he looks pretty bad with those contracts he's signed. Got a little desperate about trying to find offensive talent. He's overpaid and dug himself a bit of a hole. So, you know, he's been in the game a long time. And he's made mistakes, but... Uh, Overall, I think he's a pretty awesome executive. And if Nashville did get rid of him for whatever reason, I think he'd find a job pretty quick. He probably would, but he's been there for a long time, Doc. He's been there for a long time. Only if he's wearing that sweater, though. He should wear that sweater, and then he's definitely not losing (laughs) his job. Right, Doc? You know what? I think I bought this sweater maybe because it was on sale, but also because it has, uh, you know, some Packer Yellow in it. And uh, that's what life's all about. Packer Yellow, go Packo. And uh, Nashville, I don't really feel that bad for you, to be honest, okay? But things are probably going to change because, again, it's been a, a long time with the, the same same button pusher at the top. And they're not really looking like they'll be a threat next year. You know what I'm saying? They're kind of looking like they're lost. Teams enter that phase, right, where it's, yeah. okay, you suck this year, but you got all this talent. You could be better next year. next year. And then... You could see that Nashville making the playoffs and losing in round one, and the year after that, in twenty two, twenty three, they're back to sucking. Like they they might be in that territory. Yeah, it's hard for them because they don't have a lot of highly skilled top end prospects, and they got a couple of great defensemen, and like Ryan Ellis in particular, it's just had a shit year. Ekholm's been on the trade block, um, but yeah, the Nashville Predators, they you look at that team and they're just getting older and they don't have a lot of guys coming to the pipeline to replace them. Facts, so facts, David facts. Poyle's got his work cut out for him, man. This might be the hardest job aside from building an expansion team that he's had facts, uh, in his career so far. But uh, I- I'm going to take a look at three more teams. Let's, let's get a little positive. Okay. A little positivity, a little ego boost to some teams okay, in the episode okay. here. Okay. Let's do it. Let's, um, let's I, it I do want to mention, I'm going to mention two teams that I don't think are for real. And one that I do think is for real. And the first is uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. I don't think they're for real, but you know, you got you to gotta, gotta commend these guys. I think they had a lot of adversity to start the year. Kirby Dock, you know, uh, breaks his wrist, injures his wrist to the World Juniors. Jonathan Taves out for a long period of time. They basically go into the season without any fucking known goaltender on their roster. 
Malcolm Subban career backup, another couple career AHL guys. And they've uh, they pulled us together after a slow start, you know. Patrick Kane's still doing his thing, one of the best fucking players in hockey. He almost might be underrated at this point just because he doesn't get mentioned because Chicago has, hasn't been good in a couple of years. And, of course, on top of all that, Kevin Lankinen from Finland mm-hmm. doing his job in net, man. So Chicago, I, I watched a bit of them. They're, they are a bit of a fun team to watch because they're reckless. They don't have any defense. <laughs> uh, can't cheer for them too much, though, obviously, here in Vancouver. It's, and uh, you know what happens, you know. There are those teams that just play like that, and then they get wins for one season, you know? Luck mm-hmm. goes your way. The bounces go your way. The goals go in the net. And they could be that team. And I think last year, you know, they did beat Edmonton. You know, they beat Connor McDavid. They beat Leon Dreisaitl in a Fugazi-type playoff series, right? It was like that five-game miniseries or whatever. They have dudes who've been there before. Everyone knows the deal. They're prideful dudes. They probably know how to get the best out of younger players because of the preparation, those elite guys, well, those once elite guys. And the thing is, Patrick Kane's still there. So that guy's still doing what he's doing in that dressing room. It, it just trickles down. And, again, sometimes it equates to these wins. And Chicago, man, just, what, 10 years later. 10 years later, we're still here talking about them. 11, 12 years later, it's, it's something else. Yeah, it is something else to write about that. And you kind of mentioned luck and puck luck off the top. And again, I don't really think Chicago's for real because goaltending is weird. Langan could get on a run, but they still lack consistency, lack depth. One team that's been really fucking lucky right now has been the Minnesota Wild. And I'm seeing these headlines about the Minnesota Wild are shaking up the West Division. We call it the most boring division, the worst division in hockey right now. And I still completely agree with that. The Minnesota Wild have been one of the best teams in hockey over the past month, but they rock on a shooting percentage of like 13% at even strength, just under just under 13%. And like no other team's even at 10% since the beginning of February. Getting lucky. Yeah, that's, one, that's one side of those Minnesota Wild got a horse up their ass. Woo! I mean, hey, they lost to the Canucks, which is pretty unlucky in itself. So uh, they got to have something going right right now. And uh, of course, man, they don't have, really have a lot of people who are have been crazy good on offense. Uh, but again, it's, it's the rookie, the Russian rookie, Kirill Kaprizov, who's leading the way right now with 17 points in 19 games. Uh, I, I think again that the, the Calder conversation with Nick, Nils Holglander was fun for a bit, but uh, this looks like Kirill Kaprizov's to lose right now. There you go, the Minnesota Wild, and even when they uh, they're doing well, I'm out here ignoring everything about the Minnesota Wild. I just blanked out there again, Trevor. Hey, honest person, honest podcast. That's okay. Not really gonna like the the one team I think is for real who's been a nice surprise either, and it's probably the most hated team on Silk and Filthy. We shit on them all the time, but it's those Florida Panthers, uh, the Quebec Nordiques, as we like to call them. Uh, again, you know, Chris Driediger comes out of nowhere and he's kicking ass. Nine two six save percentage. Sergey Bobrovsky, most overpaid player in hockey, is still below nine hundred. Uh, but man, I think again, Barkov gets talked about as underrated. I think Jonathan Huberdeau, uh, maybe he's a bit underrated too. I mean, he's again over a point per game this season. He's been leading the way. They've had weird players like uh, Carter Verhage. Nice, nice name. Nice name. Carter Verhage. Yeah. Carter Verhage. Yeah, that's a great name. Carter hey. Verhage. 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 Florida, man. I'm not... Man, you know what? They have an advantage. They have an advantage over everyone because their environment didn't change. All right? Their home field advantage is the same thing they've been playing with for years and, you know, being a little unsuccessful at it. Nonetheless, they have an advantage. All right, again, their environment is practically the same because... You know, nobody's really going to those games anyways. And uh, I guarantee it doesn't even feel different. The aesthetic, I feel I feel as if the broadcast doesn't even feel different. 
Yeah, good hogs have been wasted in Florida right now. I mean, it's uh, hey, it's uh, it's unfortunate. You know, big fans of Buffalo, Vancouver get fucked over, but the fucking Florida Panthers have been playing yeah. great. That's how we're feeling over here on the West Coast. No, man, it's because it's not about the people. It's really about the uh, the organization, who's working there, who's pushing the buttons, and uh, <laughs> that's unfortunate, man. As a passionate fan, it's unfortunate, man. It really is. Yeah, it is what it is, Kyle. And uh, that's all. That's all I got this week for Silky and Filthy. I don't. Know, mate, do you got anything else you want to end it with? Well. I would just advise those who are viewing what's happening with the Buffalo Sabres and Vancouver Canucks, right? You're a fan. You're sitting there. It's 2021. And again, here you are not really giving a fuck about the game because it's boring. It's boring. It's the same message over and over again. And that message is your team sucks. Okay? Your team sucks. So I don't think it's unloyal as a diehard to step away and use that time on game day to walk your dog, right? To read a book, to talk to your significant other, okay? How you doing, babe? Tell me tell me really how you're doing. Re- re- reconnect those those things in your life, okay? Cuz right now this this game of hockey, it, it shouldn't be for you. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve this. You don't deserve it. And again, it's not disloyal of you to just turn it off. I know you got other things to worry about now, like asset management, right? And that draft capital. Who out of these prospects who are not even playing games should we pick with the top five pick? Blah, blah, blah. Look, that shit is out of your control. And right now your team sucks. And right now your team is giving you the same content, same source of entertainment that you've been getting for the better part of 51 years. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Your love is still strong. Just turn off the damn TV and live your life. Take care of yourself. I'm out. You wanna you wanna say bye to the people or what? Oh. <laughs> oh, you just ended it so. Yeah, so we have to give them a call to action. Hey, give us a five star rating at Apple Podcasts. I think that's the first time I've done that. You know, you know how cheesy that was. Hey, give us a five star rating right there on Apple Podcasts. Yo, go check out the Nux Misconduct Network wherever you listen to podcasts. I promise you, yes, I promise you, you will make your hockey life a little bit better. By swiping, by tapping, by pushing that button wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. That's Trevor Beggs, Big Daddy Beggs. We got a lot to a lot to go over. I really want to like look at what the fuck Jamie Ben did. Well, what happened here? What happened here? That's what we gotta do. We got I gotta process information when it's this disconnected, because I was reading that and I'm like, yo, what's going like, on now? You have all those equations flying by, right? <laughs> Hey, you know what? Uh, again, appreciate, uh, appreciate the listeners for hopping on and uh, go read about Jamie Ben and go spread your love elsewhere other than your shitty hockey team if you are a fan of the Vancouver Canucks or the Buffalo Sabres. Like, just remove that emotion from it and your life will be just that much better. Nah, facts, man. There's too many idiots out there, okay? Surround yourself with less idiots. Right? I mean, you, you'd be doing a better job of that if you kicked me off of Silicon and Filthy. Hey, but okay. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace. Hey, that's a bullshit. <laughs> hey, that's some bullshit. <laughs>